Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's August 26, 2011, and this is episode 295. Last week, I started to use the photo sharing website that everyone's talking about, 500px or 500 pixels. Initially, it was the incredible quality of work that drew me to the site, but I was unsure as to whether or not to get involved because I don't make enough time for social sharing of images already and I, I didn't want to start something that I wouldn't continue. The more I looked though, the more it drew me in. And you know, today, basically because of that, I'm gonna share some of my thoughts on this amazing photo sharing site. It seems that everyone is now talking about 500px and a number of friends had asked me what I thought of it too. Although it sounded really cool, I'd initially resisted because I didn't want to commit to spending time on yet another photo site. I've been a Flickr member for a number of years now, but I've never really fully engaged on Flickr. I upload my images because it's easy to do, thanks to Jeffrey Friedel's amazing plugins. Because I can do it with ease, I have as a way to reach more people with my images than that basically I'm already sharing anyway. I've never been a huge fan of the way some people use Flickr though. There are some amazing photographers sharing incredible work, but some people just empty their entire memory cards to Flickr and that makes looking at people's work too tiresome. This though is what makes 500px different. You only have to take a look at the popular or editor's choice or the upcoming sections at 500px and you'll see what I mean. The pages are just full of incredibly high quality work covering many genres. The quality is so high that I honestly was a little bit apprehensive about getting started and have thought very hard about what I upload but this is what I like about 500px. People think about their selections and only upload their very best work. This is why it's worth spending time here. Every time I take a look, I'm inspired by what I see. Most of the time I feel as though I have to comment because I have something to say. If you haven't already, just go to 500px.com popular and take a look at the images displayed. You'll be blown away, I guarantee you. Now, the imagery is incredible, but I'm sure that the interface at 500px is also behind the way it affects you. Firstly, the you know, every thumbnail is square, regardless of whether the original is landscape or portrait or even panoramic. This means that the pages of thumbnails are cleanly laid out of, you know, they're grids of images and it's just very aesthetic and it seems to enhance the photos even more. Photo Shelter introduced a, a way to easily create a grid of images on your top page of a Photo Shelter account about six months ago and I found this very appealing too. The other thing though is that when you click on an image to view it, the screen has no real clutter to speak of. The pages are very clean and everything seems to be where you'd expect it to be. 
the folks at 500px have really got the interface right. So if you decide that you want to get involved at 500px.com, all you need to do is to first create a free account. This will allow you to upload up to 20 images per week. This is probably fine for most people, but there are a few advantages to upgrading that we'll go into later. Once you're signed up and logged in, spend a few minutes to go through your settings. It's worth uploading a profile photo and writing a little bit about yourself so that people know who you are and what you're up to photographically. Then select some of your best, totally awesome shots and upload them. You don't have to resize your images first unless you want to. If you ever intend to turn on the shopping cart feature though, so that the viewers can buy prints of your images fulfilled by Photomoto, then you'll need to upload full-size resolution, you know, full-resolution images. I only sell original prints, i.e. created by me, so I'm resizing all of my images to 900 pixels on the long edge to make the upload faster, and this requires no real resizing time either. But if you intend to sell images, you will have to spend that extra bit of time. As far as I'm aware, at the moment, as of August 2011 that is, there are no plugins to enable you to upload images directly from Lightroom or Aperture or any other software. I heard that the 500px team are working on an API. Uh, they have API details available, but you know, I'm not sure, I haven't looked into this as a developer, I'm not a developer, so, you know, I haven't really looked into this, but so far it seems that there's, it's not been possible. They are working on building out the API though to enable plugins to be built, and I'm sure that someone like Jeffrey Friedel is waiting for this with bated breath, uh, but at the moment it's a bit of a manual process. You can only upload 10 images in one batch, but this at, at least once you've hit the sort of select files button, isn't that bad. It's not like you have to do each individual file. You can select all 10 at once. Then you just hit the upload button and start the process. Because you're only supposed to be uploading your best work, this isn't as tiresome as it might seem, but a nice little Lightroom plugin would be cool, especially if um, the, you know, the, the, it tags images that have already been uploaded like the Flickr um, or Photoshop to upload plugins do, so that you know what's already been uploaded and what hasn't. As your images are uploaded, you will be able to add titles, captions and keywords, etc. If you take the time to do this in Lightroom or Aperture beforehand, 500px takes this information from your images IPTC data, so you won't need to add this again. Then you need to add your images to one of the preset categories. Once you've done this for each image, you hit the save button at the bottom of the page and you're done. Once your images are online, people will be able to see them and hopefully you'll start to see people, uh, you know, see what people think of your images. Hopefully some people will comment on them, but there's also a, a very simple like button at the right, you know, to the right side of the images. There's quite a complicated algorithm to produce the ratings for your images. Apparently you get like more points to begin with than the points added per, you know, per like drop as you get more clicks. Also the, the score diminishes over time apparently. 
the cool thing about 500px as well as that they have the you know the like button is the disc like button i don't know exactly how this affects the score i imagine it deducts points but you know the the with the quality of work uploaded i'm not sure that it's even used that much but it is nice to have a way to give and receive negative feedback without having to actually write it in the comments the problem with written feedback is that you never know how the receiver will react some people don't want feedback and some welcome it some people only want it from other photographers that the ex that they respect but how do you know if you're respected or not a nice simple button is a great idea the interface is very intuitive so i'm not going to go into detail on how every part of 500px works but let's move on and look at some of the settings that you can play with the user name that you select when you sign up uh, is used to create a number of urls that allow people to directly access your images so choose a good username it's not that important to get it right first time though because you know the good thing is is that you can actually change your new username as often as you want as long as the the new one that you're trying to change to is not already taken i started to started out with mbp hyphen p because you have to use at least four characters so mbp was out of the question i went through a number of permutations as well trying to find something nice and short but in the end i reverted back to martin bailey with no space or hyphens or anything so you can jump straight to my 500px images with the url 500px.com slash martin bailey another way that the username is used though is for your portfolio page for the portfolios the username is put before the 500px.com as a subdomain so my portfolios page can be seen at martinbailey.500px.com there are a number of themes that you can select for your portfolio site some of which are only available with paid accounts but the free ones are amazing and i think i actually stayed with one of the three the free themes even though i've now upgraded my account pretty much everything that we've touched on so far can be done with a free account unless it's like just now when i stated otherwise but there are some things that require that you upgrade. The cost to upgrade is currently $50 a year, so it's not that huge an amount to lay out. And although I initially resisted, I, I, as I built out my own site, the portfolio site, I realized that it would be better to upgrade. So as I said, the, you, know, you can only upload 20 images a week with the free account this is actually relatively easy to live with especially as you're only uploading your best work the thing that tipped me over the edge though was the fact that you can only have one category in your portfolio with a free account once you start to build out a portfolio of your work it becomes difficult to do with just one category of course say if i was to only display something like my nature of japan portfolio here then one category would be fine. This is also definitely something to consider as we should be striving for a nice tight selection of work. But the chances are that you'll probably want to have more than one portfolio to share anyway. I'm still playing with my collections and so people listening to this in the future may well, may well find something totally different, but 
Currently, I've created a few different portfolios for landscapes, wildlife, and then some more narrow selections of red crown cranes and snow monkeys. As time allows, though, I'll probably upload uh, other images and create new collections, but this will depend on how much I ultimately decide to use 500px. I think I'm here to stay, but you know, also it's possible that someone listening to this in a year or two will will you know stop by to find nothing but cobwebs in my portfolio. One last URL-related topic, um, and this is because it's a a, a paid account op- or advantage, uh, is that you can use a custom domain for your portfolio site instead of the username as the subdomain setup that we mentioned earlier. And you know, although the user may, username as the subdomain in the URL, like martinbailey.500px.com, remains active. It's also possible to assign your own URL or your own domain name here. And I had a domain called martinbaileyportfolios.com that I registered a few years ago and was redirecting that to martinbaileyphotography.com. But I figured that it would be a good way to use this domain, so I switched it over to 500px. It's pretty straightforward to point a domain at your 500px account as long as you have access to the DNS settings. If you own the domain, it should you should have that somewhere. If you click under Domain under the Portfolio Settings menu on 500px, though, there are clear instructions on how to do this. Whether you're working on you know working on an existing domain or registering a new domain just for this purpose, I'm not going to go through all of the advantages. Uh, you can see a full list of features that are only available with paid accounts, uh, but other things that I, I thought were cool were that you can embed a Google Analytics number to track people that visit your portfolio. Now, as far as I can tell, this is only the portfolio site that you can set up. Uh, you know, it's, it doesn't track any of your other activity on 500px. Although maybe not an issue once you have a paid account you can upload as many images as you like just to make sure that they're good you can also add a custom logo to your portfolio site and this can add a nice touch to really personalize the site and you can also remove the 500px logo from your portfolio site and yeah i think it looks quite cool though so i've actually decided to leave mine there for now at least Okay, so that just about covers all that I thought to be pretty cool and worth touching on with regards to 500px. Although these guys have been around for a number of years, it's kind of surprising that they haven't made such a splash sooner. Or maybe it's just that the world wasn't ready for 500px until now. Maybe we've come to the point where people do want to see quality work without all of the junk that often surrounds it. I include myself in this to a degree, of course. I've never just dumped my memory card anywhere except onto my own hard drive, but my Flickr account and my main gallery at martinbaileyphotography.com need some serious work. Although I've always been careful to only upload work that I'm happy with, because I've used my main gallery as an image library to hold images for discussion in podcasts, etc., I'm kind of hand-tied as to what I can delete. 
And, you know, so basically as my work improves, a lot of the old stuff is, it just has to stay in there. And I don't really like that. I'll figure out what to do about that later, but for now, I'm happy to do a bit of work on 500px and prevent a, present a tighter selection. If you have a 500px portfolio or an account that you'd like to share, by all means post a comment against the blog post for this episode. You can find that at mbp.ac 295. I've already caught up with some of you over there, but it would be really nice to see what you're, you're all posting. So just a quick note before we finish that we actually announced a second Snow Monkey and Hokkaido Photography Tour and Workshop in 2012. I've teamed up with a friend, Wolfgang Dreher, who is going to lead a group around the same locations that we usually visit. But this new tour is going to be run totally in German. So if you're a German listener and you know maybe you were a little bit hesitant to join my tour because you weren't so confident with your English or you just wanted to, to do this sort of thing in your native language, then here's a chance to come along anyway. Please note that I won't be on the tour. We are running our main tour a week later, uh, so it will overlap with this tour, but I, I won't actually be on this one. I do intend to come to dinner the night before you kick off though, so if you did want to meet, we can do that too. Wolfgang has translated all of the details of the tour for you too, and it's linked to the top page at mbpworkshops.com. And we do still have some places left on the English tour that I'm running as well. Details of both tours are available on that workshop's website, so do take a look if you're thinking of joining us. Anyway, thanks for listening today. If, you're, if you'd like to connect up with me on, on any of the many networks that I dabble in, then all links are at the top, of, the top page of martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by. I'll be back next week, though, with another episode. In the meantime, you just take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. Martin Bailey Photography Podcast is a proud member of the Photocast Network. Find this and other great photography podcasts at photocastnetwork.com.